Welcome back to another episode of the Strength and Speed Podcast. I'm your host, Strength and Speed owner and Mudgear Battle Alliance pro Evan Preparis. I got a guest with me on the line. We're going to skip the episode brought to you by today because we're going to be talking about brands the entire episode. Got a person I haven't had on in a while, and uh, we've got Brenna back on. Brenna, welcome back. Woohoo! Yeah, it feels like it's been a year plus or so. <laughs> yeah, it's been a hot minute, but we don't have Brenna Calvert on. We have someone else. We have Brenna Jost. So why don't you share, the, obviously, the big news? Well, yeah. So obviously with that name change, that means finally got hitched. So um, the Mr. Tracy and I uh, tied the knot. I guess it's been two months. As of tomorrow, will be two months ago. So um, September 11th. We tied the knot here in Kansas, and Evan, you were actually a part with your family, as always, part of it, so that was fun, and um, yeah, that was, that's the biggest news and update and change to my life. <laughs> yeah, and, and it, was, uh, it was so weird to see, there was, like, there was a ton of OCR people there, and no one was in race clothes, and like, every <laughs> time I saw someone, it took my mind like, you know, an extra five seconds to be like, who is this person? Oh, I know who that is, but it was just like, because no one's in spandex or muddy or, you know, everyone's like cleaned up wearing suits and, or, you know, cowboy chic. It was kind of, the yeah. <laughs> that's what, I mean, to like do some name drop and that's what we had. Um, I mean, it was crazy as photographer Jack Goros was there from OCR photography and we had Mark Ballas, Steve Mainprize, you, Jacob Stone, I mean, Daniel Leonard, Michael Howells. <laughs> it was a whole a variety of the or Nathan, yeah, teammate Nathan was there, and it was a blast to see everybody all dressed up, and even um, people took on the whole theme of, I mean, we didn't even tell people to, but a lot of people took on cowboy boots and cowboy hats. <laughs> yeah, I do, I do not own cowboy boots or cowboy hats, so I, I passed on that, but. It's okay, you did your part by surprising all of us with your other talents. <laughs> You, you can share, I guess. Go, you can go ahead and share. Yeah, I, I shared a video. I need to find it and share it again because I haven't shared it enough. But um, along with Evan being a CR athlete and an author and a podcast host and all that jazz, he apparently can rap, lip sync, and dance break dance <laughs> because he whipped out of nowhere break dancing and rapping every single word and like jumping up and down. To vanilla ice, it was it was insane. That was like the craziest part. I mean, the wedding was amazing from start to finish, but that was quite the um unexpected moment. Let's just say. <laughs> so I think I've mentioned on the podcast before, like that's my go-to karaoke song. But like, you know, it, I didn't quite explain exactly what that means. And yeah, so no, there, there's a difference between karaoke where you have like a screen and you're reading words and stuff. I mean, there was no karaoke screen at our <laughs> wedding. This was just like completely out of the blue. And I, I mean, I don't know if it was prompted. I think you said Jacob or something. I don't even know how so, it so, happened. But So we're, me and Daniel are standing there talking and the song comes on and Daniel like raps the beginning of it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is like my jam. This is like my go to. And he's like, yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> and we're standing there. And then m my wife comes over and she's like, why aren't you dancing? And Daniel's <laughs> like, "What? He, you're serious?" He's like, "All right, you come with me." And he goes back up, and he, like, he's like, "I'm gonna get a mic for you." And I was like, "No, no, it's not." And like, so we walk up there, and the song's essentially ending. And I'm like, "Well, I can't sing it. The song's over." And Daniel's like, "Again, spin it again." So they played it back to back, um, and then I sang the second time. And there, there was a oh, great picture. God. I don't know who took it of you. Like, you have your back to me, and you have this like shocked face, and the camera's like off angle, and I'm like. Looks like I'm rapping very hard. So yeah, the, there was some definite moment. I don't think I would even share because I haven't even finished. I mean, I've got probably like over a thousand photos between the two photographers, and I've been sharing blips like of different moments, and I haven't even gotten to like the party part. And so I don't think I've even officially gotten to that part yet. So still to come, maybe um after this airs, I'll um reference it with those photos. <laughs> Speaking of which, I owe you a video and. <laughs> Jacob Stone, if you're listening to this, I do need the other half of the video. So <laughs> Jacob has a bunch of the video, or his wife or his daughter. I'm not sure who has the actual file. I need that to put it together. Uh, and I'm putting on the podcast, one, to remind him, and two, uh, so I'm held accountable. Um, <laughs> long story short, Brenda's like, hey, can you videotape the wedding? I don't want someone messing up. I know you'll do a good job. And I was like, got it. So I have, I'm live streaming it on Strength and Speed. And we're, it's you know September. It's kind of warm. We're in the sun. 
and like 10 minutes in my phone overheats and literally shuts down and it's like is this an emergency i'm like yes this is an emergency i'm like tapping the emergency button it's like would you like to call 911 i was like no just make my phone work so like i grabbed my wife's phone anyway the video's on like four different phones because it was uh oh man but we'll get we'll get it eventually and it'll be it'll be more exciting to watch after you haven't seen it for a couple of months exactly it's like spacing out the memories back to back all right so let's get to today's episode so what i wanted to do was i want to do like a black friday cyber monday kind of shopping guide and we don't know the sales that are going to be going on on black friday or cyber monday you know but we do know a lot of great ocr products and we have you know, a lot of friends and a lot of experience in OCR. So, you know, if you're listening to this or you want to make your spouse listen to this or your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, um, may, maybe a friend, maybe someone who's been, you know, helping you out or you stayed at their place for a race, whatever. Now, I wanted to give them like a whole bunch of gift uh, buying ideas. So we're going to kind of run through a bunch of brands, kind of go for stuff from the feet and go to your head and then go to some support things. And we'll cover not only like product, but also like gift ideas. Because I know like, I move a lot for the army, so I've got a lot of like stuff. So sometimes I don't want stuff. I want something that's useful, um, but still kind of interested in my main hobby, which is obstacle course racing. So let's start at let's start at the feet, right? Uh, because our feet are probably the most important part for racing, because uh, most of OCR is running. And uh, so, Brenda, give me some thoughts on some of your favorite shoe brands and kind of why you would, uh, you know, what you'd look for if you were getting a gift from a uh, someone relating to OCR shoes? Oh, yeah. Well, that's always, I feel like, the biggest conversation that people ask is, like, what shoes should I wear? And, of course, I always start by saying that it's, like, your foot is different. Obviously, it's different for every person and what you're looking for. But I have to say, after eight years of doing this, my all-time favorite and go-to from day one, brand-wise, was always and always has been Innovate. And I say that because I love that I feel like they have such a variety of different styles for that brand. Like they've got trail, there's CR specific, there's ones just kind of more for like lifting in the gym, road running, track running, all of that. So that they have different toe boxes, different drops, you name it. With that brand, you can find what you're looking for. And then I feel like Innovate is kind of also carried in um, like the running stores. It's like a known reputable brand. It's been around for years. Um, you, you see it everywhere. So that was always my go-to in what I ran in for like six years. And I still have them. I could take them out of the box and not have to break them in. I ran um, OCRWC the first year it was in Canada. Straight out of the box. Brand new shoes. Um, mud claws, loved them up and down the mountain, no blisters, no issues. But I did just recently switch after, I don't know, when it's kind of one of those like hype things, like when you see so many people trying the shoes, you're just like, okay, I have to try it now because everybody else has. Like, I want to see what the, the, the talk's about. So I had always seen, or not always, past couple of years, seen um, Salming at Savage Races. Um, so I finally jumped on board and tried their OCR-specific um, OT comp and absolutely loved them. Lightweight, really good drainage, uh, never slipped or had an issue. Um, so they were another, like, close second to innovate, but I've found they're a bit harder to – it's a it's a, a UK or a – yeah – I, well, no, no, wait, Scottish. No, shit, where are they from? I don't know. I don't know. You're Some a European-based brand. <laughs> yeah, and that's Salming. That's not Salmon. Yeah, Salming. Yeah, so there's definitely, yeah, Salming, I-N-G. Um, they're great, but they're harder. They're not, like, as common everywhere type of thing, if that makes sense when you're, like, shopping for your shoes. So, yeah. That's what I got. Those are my two go-to. I haven't really tried too many others. Um, I tried another brand. That is like everybody's favorite right now that, I mean, I just didn't, wasn't a huge fan of, but I've only tried one of their models. So I can't really speak to the, the most popular these days. I'm going to go, I'm assuming <laughs> that was VJ. Would you try the extreme? Which, which model? Yeah, I think was that, was that the first one that came yeah. out? Yeah. Yeah. I remember um, trying them and I just think it was sizing, I think was like small and I had issues with sizing and I don't know, just really nothing like, they didn't jump out at me 
compared to Innovate, basically. But I know others like swear by them, and I know that's your, isn't that what you are kind of running, sporting these days? Yeah, primarily. So, you know, I started off with Icebug was kind of my go-to for short distance. Um, they don't have a lot of cushioning, and they were kind of around at OCR from the beginning, but they had some really good traction on them, I thought. Uh, to me, VJ has even better traction and better cushioning and is basically an overall better shoe. So, you know, I still have like a pair of ice bugs that I, uh, I just like, I've never, I I think I have like a brand new pair that I I essentially bought and then was kind of holding on to uh, for a future. (laughs) Uh, Because once I find a pair of shoes I like, I don't like switching. So sometimes I like stock up. So I actually, um, you know, I primarily base in VJs now, um, but not the extreme model uh, because I think it's too narrow for me. Again, um, it's your your foot's going to be very, you know, everyone's one's foot is unique, so you need to find a brand that has a foot model similar to yours. And there's no way to know that unless you try on their shoes or or run, go for a run in them. So like, I owned a pair of Salming. I thought they were good, um, not great. They they seem to fit okay. And I own a pair of Innovate. Uh, I think they're Talons, and to me they're they don't fit well. They're uh, they're a little too narrow or. They cause blisters on my heel. I can't remember what the issue was, but I've owned them for years, and I've again they've been worn like twice. Um, See, and that's what, like you said. I mean, we both just talked about you know the same brand and how I liked it and you didn't, and so that's why, like you said, I find you know I'm pretty sure VJ is probably pretty good with their policy and their customer support. I've heard you know to be able to like try and it doesn't fit, send it back. I don't know for sure, but I will say like innovate. You know, find a brand that is good at being able to return because shoes again it's different so if you can't try them on in person that's what you need to look for brand wise is that something that's like good about being able to try them on and send them back so yeah and i, I still actually own a uh, mud gear not mud gear merrill uh all-out crush which was like the tough mudder shoe a couple of years ago i like I, what's I, happened to merrill like are they even i like i had a pair of merrill and i like them but i don't are they still even <laughs> i mean they, they they're still doing stuff uh you know they they invested in uh, tough mutter slash ocr for a little while and i guess i don't know i don't know what the deal they had going with tough mutter but i guess they're they feel like they tapped that market pretty good but what's interesting about the shoe market i've noticed is the ocr because shoes only last like a year you know depending on how often you race i feel like as soon as a brand stops advertising in that in that field, someone else will just come in, right? So it was like everyone was wearing Under Armour for a little bit, you know, when they were partnered with Tough Mudder. And then, like, you know, OCRWC came around with Icebug, and everyone switched to Icebug. And then, like, Merrill yeah. came around, everyone switched to Merrill. And then VJ came, and everyone switched back to, everyone switched to VJ. You know, it's been like, so. Well, yeah, yeah. and that's the same with, like, I think Salming was Savage, and now I don't think they're – because I think they – I think they got rid of it. They might have gotten rid of their, like, U.S. line, honestly, like – based so i don't think they even you know are a savage sponsor anymore so yeah it's kind of like a seasonal thing really with shoes so it's hard that's what that's why vj's at least stuck around for a couple seasons now i feel like and then yeah you know like like i said innovate's been around because they're other sports too so yeah and I, I like the the max and the ultra are the two my two favorite for vj they're a little bit wider toe box uh, a little bit more cushioning and yeah i i recommend one of those two models i haven't tried the they came out with sequels to them, so like the Max Two or the uh, Ultra Two. I haven't tried the sequels yet, but because uh, my my other ones have still lasted. So anyway, if you're looking to buy shoes for someone uh, as a gift, I would actually recommend just buying a gift card for that specific brand. Find out what brand they like and buy the gift card. Because again, people are people get really picky, as you just heard, uh, between shoes, right? So all right, let's jump. Uh, continuing of the body, let's move up to well, still on the feet, but socks. I can guess what you're going to say, but go ahead. That's why I was like, do we really even need to talk about this? But of course we do. <laughs> um, hands down, no argument. And I don't, I mean, I was trying to think of like a second alternative, but nope, mud gear all the way. Um, and I, I say this because, again, been wearing them like since, I mean, eight years ago. And I wear them every day, y'all. And I haven't raced <laughs> in like over a year. <laughs> So they have all the different like styles now. They definitely grew from just the original tall compression, which they still have, which is amazing for what it is, the compression, protecting the legs. Um, but I wear every day the ankle socks. Like I just absolutely love them. They're comfortable, moisture wicking, thick enough to be thick, but thin enough to be thin. Like it's just a good moderate sock. So when I wear boots every day, that's my go-to sock. And then, I mean, they have the no-show. They've come out with their newer models in the past 
year or so, a little bit more, but spacing them out. I mean, they have the rucksack, the hiking sock, and I think now a biking, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, I don't know specifics on the details of what makes those different, those three, because I think they're all like a crew height, but I think they have different um, <clears throat> thicknesses and then like padding in different areas. But again, you can't go, go wrong with mud gear. They've come out with new colors. There's race designs. Um, and then, I mean, they'll be brought back up later for me once we move up the body. But yeah, yeah I don't even mention another sock company. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mud Gear, they've also come out with screen printed designs. So the older ones, like the CTG version, the Savage one, Green Beret Challenge, where like the fabric is actually, the, the thread is actually a different color, where they now can do kind of the screen printing designs where you can get a lot more details into there. So um, essentially, the back of the sock is white and the front of the sock is colored, right? So. Uh, if you were at OCR World Championships, you saw they made like mirrored versions of the Legendborn jerseys, um, essentially on the sock based off the country. And then they partnered with VJ too, and they did socks that match your VJ shoes, which was I thought like look really cool because VJ has some kind of cool. unique unique colors that they you know they made a match. So yeah, mud gear, you know all the way. I've I've I have raced or I have tried out two different other brands. I've tried uh, see my. Sponsor Hammer Nutrition used to have Swiftwick uh, socks, and those were good. Uh, they just felt kind of thin, so I'm, I feel like they didn't quite last as long as Mudgear. And I've tried out Exoskin too, and I think those are great too. But again, I they feel a little—they're thin, right? So the Exoskin and the Swiftwick are both great. Uh, I'd say road running and trail running if you're not going to be in a lot of mud. You know, when with OCR we get rocks and mud and all sorts of stuff in my shoe or like I don't want a super thin sock where I'm going to be able to feel every little like granule of sand there. So, you know, mud gear. I will, I will say, well, the other one that I tried that actually I can say goes good with, if you're doing like long distances, I don't know your take on this, but I, I've only done a long distance once in my 40 miles that I did um, was the, how do you say in, in Jinji, in Jinji? How do you say uh, that? Yeah. The little toe sock. Sure. The toe so socks, I will yeah. say that like if you're running, I for me, what worked for me for my distance was I had the Injinji, I think, I-N-J, I'll have to double check up. We'll tag them. Um, but they're toe socks, very thin, and I wore them as like a base layer sock, of course, under my mud gear. So mm. if that's something you're looking for, I'll mention that brand when we post this, and that way you can look up for something like a base layer also. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, mud gear, 100%. I would go with them. And if you're going to be at World, well, this will be out after World stuff is. Anyway, hope you hopefully you saw the mud gear uh, tent we had there at, in, my, in my pit area, little banners and stuff like that. Because I got John Coley, who's going to be at World stuff with me. All right, let's move up the body to you know shorts slash leggings slash pants. What's your uh, what would be your recommendation for people? Oh, also, mud gear has gift cards if if you're not sure. But I think for socks, you know, people. People change out so much that buying someone a pair of socks makes a good call. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, for like, I, I have two go to brands. One, um, they both go away. So, like, Mud Gear, again, for women for Capri leggings that are good, like, for race day. Um, actually, I mean, I wear them for training and long runs, anyways. But the Mud Gear Capri leggings for women have pockets in them, which are great on the side for, like, your goos and gels or whatever. They have a drawstring to tie. There's a little zipper pocket in the back. And they also have, like, a double layer kind of – it's thin on your knees just for that extra coverage for, like, crawls and things like that. So I love their leggings um, – or they're actually, sorry, Capris. And then they have a longer – looks similar to, like, the length of, like, a bike short. Um, but they're, again, I'd say for race day, amazing, because that way you can avoid shaping, but they've got pockets on them also. Um, and then highlight, I know, like, you'll agree with this also, is, would be my other go-to for training and racing, because they just basically, like, I love their shorts. They have a couple different models of women's shorts that are great, like, um, kind of like the shorter running short length models that have slits on the side, they have pockets equipped and they're also good styles like they look cute they have good looking options um and other clothing options too but i can race and train in high lead and then i'd say the mud gear stuff is really good for race day 
Yeah, uh, agreed. Agreed. Both those for the longest time, Mudgear only had compression shorts for ladies, and they finally came out with the male version this year, which was super exciting to see. And uh, I wore them for OCR Everest when they were like, I mean, I think I'd worn them once before that. And uh, I'm not going to wear something for a mult like a 24 hour plus event unless it works, right? So I went with the Mudgear shorts. They have that zipper pocket in the back, which I really like. And at first, I was like, oh yeah, you can fit a couple of gels in here. Uh, but I, I guess I hadn't really like stretched out the pocket enough because it, it goes like the length of your, like the width of your back there. So you can cram, I haven't tried to see how many gels I can fit in there, but you could cram a lot in there because I put my keys in there once and they like ended up all the way, like almost to my hip. And I was like, where's my yeah. key? Um, so yeah, com- Mudgear compression are great. And then Mudgear also has shorts, um, which I wouldn't wear for OCR, but if you're not a, comp- if you're not a spandex compression type person, they would be good for OCR. Whatever. They also have the zipper in the back and they also have pockets. So I really like those because you can wear, like if you're going to the gym, but then you're going someplace else after, you have, you have pockets, um, but you can also wear them for a run. And then for, for longer compression, again, I, I have Hylite for the long compression pants, which I like. Um, they are really thin, so uh, you're going to want to wear like underwear underneath. And like either, like I essentially have a Hylite um, compression underwear shorts. And, and I also have a Mudgear compression underwear shorts, but I think they can discontinue the Mudgear ones. Uh, but both of those uh, work great as like a base layer underneath the uh, Hylite uh, compression pants. But just the Hylite uh, compression shorts or just the Hylite compression pants alone is too thin and inappropriate to wear in public. I'll just say that. So Let's remind people, sometimes <laughs> the guys at the start line... <laughs> Forget uh, a- Ashton is like, oh yeah, I wear those on runs, and I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, I've worn them on runs like on a treadmill in my garage. I was like, but you the can't. name that comes to mind, and this isn't bashing because it was just always funny, but we should check with Matt Mutter <laughs> and see what he how he wears his because I just remember his A8. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So that was another that's another brand, right? So Marina Sport, uh, heavily, or they were called Athletics Aid originally. They switched names to Marina Sport. They were heavily involved in OCR for the first. I uh, felt like the first couple of years of the sport. And then they, about two or three years, three years ago, they transitioned into uh, basically focusing on their medical compression gear. So Yeah, well, and that's what I was going to say, because I think that's how they originally started was the medical did, side. Yeah. And then I think they went back to focusing. Because, I mean, there's that's what I do miss it, though, because it was what they called medical-grade compression. And it's like, what does that mean? But when you see what they make now, like for women that have, I mean, I can't even say like this, stomach surgery or even like a breast surgery or any type of like they have these sports bras and they have these different compression things that like are actually used in the hospitals you know for medical healing and i'm like i do miss them as athletic yeah wearing a sport a8 and i think you can still get this stuff so i mean that'd be something worth looking at if you want like some heavy duty really good compression gear it's just marina now it's not marina Marina, sport marina compression um but they do you might still follow still their social media. Do you still follow their social media? I mean, I feel like I I'm st- I never unfollowed it, but it's one of those things that I probably haven't clicked on it in a year to be in the algorithm stuff. I don't know. They've got see them pop up. They've got some weird stuff on there because it's all medical post surgery <laughs> stuff. I mean, I I don't even know how to describe some of the things I've seen on there. I'm like, what am I looking at? You know, like. <laughs> Where it's compressing the top, but then it's like open near the crotch. You're like, hey. okay, yeah, okay, I have seen that. You're like, what am I? Yeah, because it's for people who had surgery, right? But you still got to use the bath, you know. So it's, but yeah. it, is, it is some funny looking stuff. You're like, I, I need to wear this to the start line of a race. Yeah, like, what fight did I stumble on? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, they they were really they were really good. Uh, my only, I would say, my two kind of issues with it. One, they're expensive. So if oh, you yeah. want to get, get some, something that's premium, right? Like I think Mudgear runs, what, 40 bucks, 50 bucks? I'm not even sure off the top of my head. Um, it's, not, it's not super expensive, though. Um, the Marina was like 120 or something. So it was yeah, expensive. Like oh, yeah. yeah, and then they were so tight because the medical grade is supposed to be a little bit tighter on the compression. They were so Couldn't tight make for it me. Without a tear. I could I every like I still have a bunch of Marina that I'll wear. But they almost all of them are sewn up in some spot because I, you know, drag my butt across an obstacle literally, and I will catch the one slightly jagged edge, and it just rips my pants open. So yeah, so which I'm sure again, this we're recording this a couple days before World's Toughest. I'm sure, I'm sure I will rip my shorts again because uh, that's my mo. 
Yeah. So I would say out of Mudgear and Hylate, I'd recommend Mudgear would be more, I mean, again, they don't have as many options, but it's, I'd say on the more reasonably lesser priced, yeah. Hylate's not expensive, expensive, but I'd say they're a little bit more expensive than Mudgear, but there's way more options, I think, Agreed. at least yeah. on the girl side. I don't know about guys, like style wise options. Yeah. And if you're going to go for warm ups, uh, Hylate, hundred percent. They oh, are. Yeah. I'm, that's what I'm, I'm wearing high leap pants right now. They're the softest pants I own. I own, I don't know how many pairs, four different pairs of their pants, five different pairs of their pants. I mean, I'm jumping around the body. Evan wears like a whole suit. He'll be in like full head to toe high leap. I will point. be. It's, it's, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I love high leap. They're, um, they're, everything's so soft. It's my, uh, yeah. I haven't I, had a complete, like their leggings. Oh, I mean, I agree. And they're top quality made, like things are made really nice. Like I have leggings that have lasted for a couple like seasons and that's, you know, racing multiple times in them and still training in them. So definitely kudos to highlight. So, <clears throat> you know, when, when, uh, when we were sponsored by Marina, Ashley samples still wore highlight leggings because she was oh, like, yeah. I, I refuse to wear anything else. They're too comfortable. And she's like, every time they go on sale, she'd like post about it. She's like, These are on sale right now. Everyone buy, go buy some. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, highly recommend highly uh super comfortable yeah um we'll don't want to skip over the crotch so we're going to touch on chafing real quick oh and, yeah um you know in the past i've used vaseline because it's cheap and you can buy a giant tub of it uh since then i've switched over to squirrels nut butter which i think is a better product one one because it is i mean it's designed for racing right so it's designed by athletes so um versus just like some random goop, uh, which I don't even know what Vaseline is, <laughs> like but, but, oil? but yeah, squirrels, was... squirrels, nut butter is good. And since I've been using them, I've had no chafing problems. Like historically at world's toughest, I would still get chafing problems, even with Vaseline, but with a uh, squirrels, nut butter, I've had nothing. So, yeah, no, I use them. I've got like a, I just, my picture comes to mind from OKC, um, continuum, it's just like fun to put it on because you're just like rubbing your legs up high kind of you know awkwardly <laughs> but it comes in a nice little deodorant stick um it was awesome for that but i will like again i i'm getting back i swear you guys i took this year off mainly for like wedding funding and planning and sanity um but i used all of this stuff that we're talking about like forever outside of OCR, I still continue to use it. So take that in mind because the squirrel's nut butter, I was at Nathan's wedding actually earlier in July and I was running around in his July Kansas outside wedding. It was like July 2nd to be exact. And I was running up to Nathan and I was like, do you have your squirrel's nut butter with you? And he's like, no, why? I was like, because I'm really sweaty. <laughs> I need that now. And no one had it. So I was really upset. Just saying. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a great product. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say about it. Good stuff though. Well, and, oh, you know they're on... great for stocking stuffers, right? So like you can buy oh, yeah. a twenty five dollar thing of squirrels nut butter, or you can buy like a three dollar one, right? So if you need some like little presents to kind of round out a gift, I think that's a great option. Good idea there. All right, keep moving up the body, um, upper body. <laughs> so chest, sports bra, jersey, shirt, etc. Um, so underneath layer for the women being sports bra first, I would say, oh man, who's my go-to? I highly really has awesome sports bras. Um, shoot, I, to be honest, that's, yeah, I, I recommend highly for sports bras. They're the best quality, um, option wise. And then to be honest, like, as I don't know, I've seen more and more girls kind of nowadays. Like, I'd rather my other option, and it's not necessarily an OCR brand, but Walmart sports bras, because honestly, let's be real, sports bras are the things I think girls, like, use the most on a daily basis when training, and then racing, you know, just getting them dirty and reusing, and you go through them often. So, like, if you're not looking for something to wear that, like, say you wear a jersey or a shirt on top, and you don't want something, like, super flashy, a Walmart sports bra will do you just fine. I say that because of the cost. But also, if you're looking for quality or style, I highly recommend, and then again, overall, this is like one end of the spectrum to the other, would be highly because 
I mean, you just can't go wrong. There's good, um, like, different impacts. For guys, you don't understand this, but there's light impact, medium impact, heavy impact for, like, the amount of training or the heavy running or obstacles or whatever you're doing. So um, I'd recommend highly. Or, again, if you're looking for a generic, don't care about the price or what it looks like, go to Walmart because they really have upped their game at Walmart, to be honest, and you can get your bang for your buck there. So. Gotcha. I have no no input on the sports bra market. Come on. <laughs> I I think well, Ashley did do a, like a sports bra video a couple of years ago, and it was like it was the most educational video I've ever seen for OC. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I had no idea about all these considerations. But uh, yeah, she was talking yeah. about like padding and I don't know, like if it's removable or not and benefits. Oh, I yeah. was like, Cuts I was very and pads and all that. There's there's just so much. But again, I, it's really annoying because. Again, I feel like for girls, a sports bra is kind of like, could be like a shoe. Like, it's just really kind of up to you and like what your body size type figure is and what you're looking for, you know, thin straps, thick straps. Um, another one, actually, I will say I like them more so for, like, I'd say more of like the, the, the hybrid races, um, DECA High Rocks, uh, Born Primitive. They're like known for CrossFit brand. But um, their sports bras are really good um, for, like, heavy workouts and lifts and that type of stuff. Um, so that's another one, but they're really expensive. So I'd say they're more expensive than Hylate because I don't consider Hylate being expensive. But um, after the sports bras, women for tops, just kind of like shirts, um, race tops, moisture-wicking tops, I know I sound redundant, but again, this is coming from someone that's been doing this for eight years. I've tried different brands, and I go back to my gear, always, almost. Um, they have sleeveless tank-type jerseys uh, to run in. They have short sleeves, and they have a long sleeve. So, I mean, like, what more do you want when you're looking for a top? They got moisture wicking. Um, around the bottom, there's, like, a band, you know, that helps it kind of, like, stay down or stay closer, like stay on your leggings, like sticking away, if that makes sense, so it doesn't roll up. Um, there's different color options. You can get the Mug Gear logo. Yeah, so, I mean, you can go 100 different options with, like, your choice of top, to be honest, but that's my go-to. And then I honestly haven't raced in the jerseys, like Legendborn and Akuma and all that in a couple of seasons since being on the team probably so i really couldn't like recommend i wouldn't recommend anything at this point to say honestly from my standpoint <laughs> gotcha yeah you i know, feel like those would have changed by now so the, to me the mud gear is always a thinner it's a, it's a thinner material it feels like more breathable so if i'm racing someplace a little bit hot and i was going to wear a shirt i would tend to go with the mud gear uh the legend born still a little bit thicker um, yeah. And it's a nicer product. So I like the Legendborn as like a pre-post-race podium type of thing or like, you know, just wearing around the festival or like World's Toughest Motor Brunch type stuff. Um, but the Mudgear, I think it's better for like on course and hot weather and Legendborn is if the weather's a little bit cooler, I would, I would, and I'm racing in a shirt, I would probably go with Legendborn there. Uh, or I specifically want the, that look, right? The Legendborn is a very unique look. They're very nicely designed jerseys. I mean, we've used them for years. We switched to Akuma for a little while and then switched back to Legendborn because um, of Legendborn, at the end of the day, had better designs. You know, that's... Yeah. Definitely the look and the flare and the flash, like, is there with that, for sure. And Legendborn's a great gift. So I've used it, uh, I've used it as a gift for my dad. I've used it as a gift for uh, one of my pit crews, right? So it's, you know, because they're, they're, they're pricey, uh, but you can customize them, right? So you can put someone's name on the back or you can put something about, uh, you know, pit crew or they even have, like, versions where you can like uh recognize people's accomplishments so i remember those are the define your legacy campaign they had where you could put like several lines of text on the back so it could be a All cool right. gift for someone who maybe who, who's done a lot of racing and or had like a really good year racing and you kind of like recap their year on their jersey something like that so lots of good options for gifts especially you know again with the price of legend born you since you can buy just that and then that'll be your your gift for them for the year Christmas <laughs> or whatever so and they usually do i think they usually do a a small sale. They usually don't have big discounts, but they usually do a small scale on Black Friday or Cyber Monday. So, and and Mudgear always has good sales Black Friday, Cyber Monday. It's usually it can, it's usually like a package thing where like you you buy whatever 
couple socks, you get a couple socks free or something like that. So I would check, keep an eye out for them. And then for, for tops, um, you know, I'm going to go with, again, sound like a broken record here. High leap, super soft, <laughs> right? Um, that's kind of my, more of my race warm up top. I think we've talked about them enough. And then for like cold weather or for pit crew, I mean, I got to go with Aurora, right? The, the heated jackets, the heated vests are super nice. Uh, again, they're pricey. So it's, you know, anywhere, depending on which style you buy, anywhere between like $150, $250 in that price, price range. Uh, but it is, a, it is a really nice product and it, it works great even when the, there's no, you're not using the electronic heating. And then they just came out with some new batteries. I think I wrote a review on OCR Buddy for them. If anyone wants to check that out, it's just a smaller uh, battery that lasts a little bit longer. So that, so that's I great. Say, yeah. I forgot that I got lucky from you. And I used the gift card and got Tracy um, a vest from them for his birthday. And I actually had to send him back and get a bigger size. But with Tracy working cattle and outside, basically 365, I wanted him to try this before I did. And he was all like, oh, I have something from like one of the sponsors before you do. And I was like, oh, shut up. Um, but he got the new battery. But I don't know the difference because I haven't had the old one. So... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you, it's so not something you, he got. He loves it. It's not something you're gonna like feel per se, but it is like you know, if you're going on a long trip or a, you know, a long race, you can have bring two batteries instead of one, right? And then you can change out, you know, if, it will. I think it only lasts like six hours on high or something like that. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, basically, I'm um, looking to get one of those for myself. So, tell like those of y'all shopping. I think if you live somewhere cold or you're racing cold, definitely want to check them out because I've been jealous seeing Evan and um, the bottle protein. Who, who, is that who y'all have? Yeah. Um, <laughs> seeing that for a while that I'm like, okay. And they have, I mean, they have a scarf and a, there's like a jacket and a vest. So there's different options there. So yeah. I'd so, recommend gifting that to someone for sure or a gift card to that. Brenna won one of our giveaways. And I was like, Brenna, I was like, this, I was like, this seems fixed. I don't like that. Which it was because it was you had to tag, uh, you had to tag someone and you could enter as many times as you wanted. And Brenna made up like 50%. She, she tagged like 100 people. Um, no, I just kept watching which, the number of comments. So I was like, I got this. <laughs> which increased her chance to win. And she did win. So um, yeah, you know, persistence Sorry, pays and, off. It is the, the season because now is like the holiday season. So everybody gets ready for all those like giveaway posts where you constantly tag people. Yeah. I know if I see if Ashley tags me, it's almost always we're giveaway tag buddies. <laughs> nice, nice. So are we still talking about like outerwear type of jackets and stuff? Yeah, we can we can touch on that before we get onto hands and head. Okay, so I guess this would be a bigger ticket item and I kinda have to refer or defer to you for a question. I don't even again, I haven't seen much from them, but like dry robe. Again, I know more of a European-based company, but I still swear by mine, and I actually use it around the ranch daily now that we drive around on our side-by-side. So that's my, like, for years, the dry robe, whether it was summer or winter, that thing traveled with me in the car or even <laughs> overseas <laughs> because if it was raining or you never really knew what was going on, um, that thing was amazing for changing, dressing, covering yourself, and staying warm but i don't know if like they're still around as much or what's going on with that honestly yeah they're, they're still around i mean the i really like dry row too the benefits of dry robe over aurora is dry robe is a longer product right so it'll cover your legs a little bit so kind of like between laps if you're doing a, a relay race i think a, that might be a better option but aurora has the actual heat in there so that's a better option for that uh dry robe takes, takes a lot more space in your bag um aurora yeah i wouldn't say it's more of, i'd say yeah or, or how do you say it or aurora, aurora yeah aurora i get tongue twisted um would be more you're like every day or more convenient yeah, correct yeah um, and then gyro would be like race specific special event races longer races so but yeah. if you're lucky enough to get one or gift one or be gifted one then like that's treasure that with your life <laughs> You know, I use my Aurora more day to day, uh, week to week, and my dry robe I actually use as a uh, couch blanket. So I my two dry robes are in my basement, and they we use them as blankets essentially. There you go. Yeah. So, 
Um, and, and then occasionally I'll bring, like I brought the, I brought one to Toughest Mudder for the when we were Strength and Speed. Uh, we came in third earlier this year. So, yeah. Do you not have your driver with you this year? No, so I'm gonna. I'm, I just got my Aurora with me. I'm, so I'm not. I'm not running relay, so there's less of a need right. to wrap myself. And uh, gotcha. Yeah. I got you so much stop. stuff. I got so much stuff. I got it. I got it. So, but yeah. if you do, if you do buy a dry robe, and I know dry robe has compression bags, where you can just buy some, have someone uh, give someone if they have a dry robe, buy them a like a compression sack that you'd use on a sleeping bag. That's a good. That's a good gift too, because then they can pack it a little more efficiently. So. Yeah. Another quick recommendation. And I know almost all these brands, like I know Aurora has gift cards too. So if you don't want to buy like the full jacket for someone or you don't, you're not sure what style or size they want, you can always buy them a gift card and severely cuts down the cost, if not eliminate it. Uh, <laughs> hands. Um, I mean, I'm, I think we know what I'm about to say. So hands, obviously Blegmitz, best gloves you can buy for OCR, right? It's the only glove that was designed for obstacle course racing. So that that would be my recommendation, designed by world champion Deanna Blegg. And uh, obviously, you can pick them up at teamstrengthspeed.com. I am about to run out of extremes, probably be out by the time this podcast comes out. May have some small extremes left. Not expecting a resupply on the extremes until January, but we did just get a resupply of the lights. So, which I actually think is the better glove for, like, if, if I wasn't doing World's Toughest every year, I would lights would be the first thing I buy because they are uh, more versatile. Like I, I can use my light on a training run and my hands don't get super hot lights, you know, to me is the better product for like OCR world championships for, for most cold weather OCRs uh, extremes are exactly what you, d- I described them for. They're for extreme cases, right? World's toughest mudder, Spartan Iceland, um, you know, really cold, toughest mudders, um, like snow races, like Abominable Snow Race or Casey Timber or Yeti when there's actually snow on the ground. So, yeah. Blake. And I can attest as someone that does not sell them <laughs> that that's my go-to. <clears throat> um, I, don't, I mean, I personally like to advocate, advocate and tell people when they ask about gloves. Um, I say gloves are not like OCR is not a glove sport. Like you shouldn't be wearing gloves on obstacles. Correct. Yeah. So that's why the bleg mitt is amazing because if you don't know what it is, it's like a mitten. It goes over your hand completely, but then you fold it back for when you're doing obstacles. So you have like your actual grip and your actual hand available. Um, and then you just flip it back over when you're done and you're taking off on your run. Or like I have, I'm pre- is it the extreme that's got the watch hole? Yes. Yeah, okay, so I have the extremes, um, and for being someone that honestly doesn't do any of those extreme events, I love them because Kansas winters suck, and again, I tell you, I use these gloves when I'm at the ranch and, like, when we're working cattle because you, like, with most gloves, you can't function or you can't do anything with them or, like, touch your phone. I mean, I know they make those phone screen whatever gloves, but no. So I use these all the time because you can, again, flip them over, have your hand available and then flip them back. And like, again, your hand will sweat if you wear them too long. Like they're amazing. So um, I wouldn't recommend another glove for OCR because the rest cover your hands completely. And I don't think that's how you should, I don't think that benefits you ever on an obstacle. So yeah, same. Yeah. I won't get into that can of worms. <laughs> you know, good for obviously OCR, good for regular runners, good for, you know, soccer players who have to do you know, like the ball goes out of bounds. You got to do a throw. You throw the ball in without having to take off gloves. Good for hunting. Good for photography. Uh, if you want that dexterity, good for anything where it's, you're in cold weather and then you need uh, quick access to. I didn't even think about how soccer that would play a part. That's nifty. That would yeah. be handy because like soccer gets cold. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of good options, especially if you, you know, if you're from the OCR community, but you have a friend who does one of those other activities I just named, or a bunch of other ones, you know, tailgating, going to a football game, right, where it's freezing, and then uh, you still want access to your hands occasionally to open chips and whatever else you do. I don't know. Drink open beer, open a can of beer. <laughs> it's like, keep on going, Evan. Let me hear you talk about this. <laughs> I got So speaking of speaking of, of football, we actually there's a bunch of people from the Chiefs, uh, Kansas City Chiefs, that took a tour of Fort Riley uh, the other last week. So I, I helped give a tour to a bunch of like football executives 
And were you like the only one who had no idea who? I had no idea. No idea what we're talking about. People are making football references, and I'm like, I'm like, I got nothing here. Like, (laughs) I know Patrick Mahomes is, but uh, they they seemed more interested the fact that I was like, yeah, I've run obstacle course races for 24 hours, and they were like, what? (laughs) I I blew a couple of minds with that. So, um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, back to watches. Watches. Oh, good one. I almost skipped over that. Yeah. Um, you can go first. Um, so I swear by and love Sunto for my go-to OCR watch. I've had a couple different models. Um, I, I mean, I maybe a bit pricier than some because I think like Garmin. You know, there's way more models of like less stuff. I like Sunto because it basically. It's like a multi-sport. I mean, it, they have um, Bluetooth capabilities, so it can be a smartwatch also if you want that function. But then otherwise, they just have, like, every extreme function possible for the watch to withstand all sports, water, swimming, cold, heat. So that's why I like them. Um, I've never had an issue with my Sunto watches. They've lasted for seasons, years. The battery's always been a good battery life for me. So, I mean, all around. But I will say I have not personally tried another brand outside of my Samsung phone, like, um, watch that I have. So I haven't tried an actual different sport watch. I've always had Sunto since I started OCR. So, but that's my go-to and my recommendation. <laughs> I've never used Sunto for GPS. I, I had a Sunto for Ranger School, which just had, like, a compass and altimeter on there. So that was like the, that was, like, the hotness in Ranger School. It's like you get a Sunto watch, and honestly, <laughs> mostly because you you sit in security so much, like just staring into the woods, like it gives you something to fiddle with. Um, there you go. That, well, I have, literally... I have to name drop. I mean, if you're like you know a follower of the sport and you like cool things, then I mean the Atkins is their dog is named Sunto, so obviously there's some other people that think that's a pretty cool watch. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm always been a Garmin guy. Um, I really like their interface, and then that's the reason. Like a GPS watch is 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 good as long as it does you know track. Most of them have advanced to the point where like even the base models do what the advanced models used to do a couple years ago. So you know, um, and honestly, the like the really expensive models, unless they're you're buying it for something very sport specific, you probably are not like I my I have a Forerunner nine thirty five Garmin watch, and it. It does so much, and all I do is, like, I'm going for a run, and it's going to tell me my splits and my my resting heart rate, and, like, that's about it. It's got, like, 100 functions. I use, like, four of them. So, Uh, But I really like Garmin's interface and its ability to customize the interface. Um, That being said, I've also used AmazeFit, uh, Trex. I always want to say T-Rex, but I think it's Trex. Um, (laughs) uh, That that one's pretty good, too. I I like that. It, It... it, had, it did some things kind of – one of the things I really liked, it connected an app to your phone, and then it would show you, like, your heart rate through the night, and I, it kept track of a lot of your sleep data. I thought that was really interesting. It had some good good data points there. Only – it is like a China-backed company, so it was – I was a little bit sketchy on that. Uh, but, you know, I was like, ah, I guess China knows what I'm doing in my sleep now. It's just not yeah, much. right. <laughs> but that, so that kind of sketched me out. But as a product, it was good, and for its price point, uh, I can't remember how much it cost now, but it was. I remember at the time I was like, "Oh, this is this is a lot for like its price." I was like, "This can't be, this can't be right." Uh, but yeah. Well, and I'll bounce back to Garmin as someone that doesn't have one. I'll say that's kind of the most seen watch that I'm like jealous that I don't have, or I say that I've had my current Stinger for a good bit, and I kind of say sometimes maybe possibly my next one would be a Garmin. Because of the, I feel like it's the most used and most compatible with other people. Like you can do like the challenges and kind of interact with others on their garments, if that makes sense. So yeah. if you're someone that you like challenges or you um, have friends that you run with or you know that have garments, like that's a cool uh, t- uh, quality. What, are they, what do I want to say that they have? Like a feature. Yeah. Feature. There you go. That's yeah. it's kind of cool that I get jealous about that I don't have. <laughs> so, so the Amazfit T Rex, or is it Trex? It's it's spelled T dash R E X. I think it's T Rex, like the dinosaur. Anyway, 
Why would it not be? <laughs> it just seems like it should be true. I don't know. It seems like it should. Why am I naming a watch after a dinosaur? It seems very odd. Anyway, it's $127, which for that price is it does an insane amount for that price, right? So if you're looking for, um, you know, maybe spend your money in some other things, but still want a great product that like for, for the $127, you can't, you can't beat that. In my opinion, let's see how much of the, how much of the Garmin 935 for that Garmin 935 is probably an old model. They probably don't even make it anymore. Um, I was going to say, I feel like even the base that you'd want for running trail running or OCR of Garmin's, you know, a couple hundred dollars. So Garmin 935 showing up on Walmart here, 260. So yeah, um, that's what I still wear. That's what I've been wearing for years. I've had to replace the watch band a couple times. Um, another good stocking stuff. You need new watch bands. I rip through watch bands every year or so from all the OCR well, stuff. And I feel like I don't know how much people like frown upon this or some love this. So take it how you want. But I know Garmin, for instance, um, I'm a I can't live without Amazon. But, like, you can search and find garments on Amazon, and then you can also do their, you know, they have that, like, the buy, like, new option where you can get someone's mm. used one for good quality. So, if you're going that route, you know, shop the Garmin website, and then you can maybe kind of price shop Amazon. <laughs> yeah. I, I've had very few uh, GPS watches that have stopped working. Even, like, I mean, I had, I had a GPS watch in, like, 2004, and it was huge, and it what happened was the the watch band essentially completely fell apart. And then I think I lost one. Um, and then the other one, like when I went to go, I was like, they didn't even make that watch band anymore. Cause it was like this weird fabric thing. So um, they last a long time. If you're, if you're looking for an investment. Yeah. I, I definitely never just gotten one because mine stopped. I just got one because I'm wanted a new one <laughs> or needed the upgrade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so good investment, good gift, like a good Santa gift or something like that. Going to jump to some stocking stuffers on our way to the head, but um, rock tape, highly recommended as a stocking stuffer, right? Like I keep that in my race bag, very useful, very versatile for like whatever's aching you. And then they've got like rock sauce fire and rock sauce ice, which is essentially icy hot or the icy version and the hot version, uh, which feels a lot stronger than like a normal icy hot. So those are, those are really good stocking stuffers. If anyone's looking for like a little, little, thing to add and then they sell them in like little sample packets too if you're someone who wants to like travel a lot you can buy these like little like sample packets and then uh you have like your day of race or po- exact post race uh product there right. yoked would be another good stocking stuffer yoked is a good stocking stuffer yeah because they make those little packets um yeah they also look, they, at, look at me mm-hmm. that's a good one they, <laughs> they came out with a jug this year kind of like a you can buy like a protein jug full of oh what really yeah nice. Or was that last year? That was last year, I think. But it was. Okay. So you, well, do they still do those packets things? They still do the packets. I like the packets because okay. you just kind of throw one in your bag. You don't have to like scoop it into a little baggie or anything like that. Well, and then are you? I don't know. Um, I'm not. Well, I guess I'm still affiliated. I don't even know. But just a random thought that um, like CBD is a big thing. So I do know I used to be a part of Venga CBD. Um, but I know between the different CBD brands there are the good stocking stuffers because I know um, they all have like travel items and then Venga, for instance, their CBD, they have a energy caffeine drink with CBD in it, but they come in those little like single serve packets. So those are good for your stocking. Um, and oh, you said, what's the, you said rock tape, but what's the, um, they have a hand salve, don't they rock? Oh, I love uh, that on my hands. Yeah. I have to, I'm, I'm out of it. So whoever's listening, when you want to send me some for my Christmas present. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, man, I'm not going to get rock you rub. a rock rub. Santa. Rock rub. Yeah, rock rub. Yeah. So I was walking back to my room to try and find it right now. But I just got really yeah. sad. I'm going to miss you as a secret Santa again this year. <laughs> yeah. Get you every year. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. The... I don't have a strong opinion on CBD. The army is still weird about people using it. So uh, I think we're still tackling it. We're not allowed to use it. So I haven't, I have not used it at all. Um, well, and I kind of, I, I like it. I have like yays and nays. So I like it for various things. So that's why I think it's very easy if you're looking for a stocking stuffer. If you know people that like CBD, I will check out yeah. the various OCR brands because they have cool things for your stocking at least. I, I'm curious to see what, what it's, Get continues to get marketed at is in like five years because right now I feel like it is the snake oil of, um, you know, 
everything where it's like, oh, you have trouble sleeping? Try some CBD. Oh, you have trouble yeah. waking up? Try some CBD. Oh, you have trouble, you have pain? Try CBD. You don't have enough pain? Try CBD. It's like, well, you can't do everything. Like, Well, and that's kind of where I am is that like, I like it for just like a, a calming effect, gen- okay. like honestly. So all the other ones to me, I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know. I can't answer properly because I kind of, I'm like skeptical in a way of like, is it real or like a thing, you know, like, I kind of feel like you kind of agree. Like, I don't know, like, is it really doing what you say it is or is it all a head thing? But I feel like. I'm sure there's some, there's some validity. I'm sure there's a little bit of placebo, a little bit of validity. I just kind of curious to see what like, um, you know, the research is probably out there. I just, I have not dug into it to be honest with you. So any other stocking stuffers? Um, so not a stocking stuffer, but you know, we, I mentioned earlier, like sometimes I don't like stuff and there's, you know, if you're looking for a single gift, that's good for someone that's not a physical product, but is athlete related, like inside trackers an absolutely great uh, resource. Um, we've talked about them on the podcast and they give you a lot of data. Another great resource is you can essentially like, you know, buy a race entry for someone, or if you're an athlete and you're like, well, I don't know what. I don't know what to ask for. You can ask for someone to quote unquote, like sponsor you for a race. Right. So, you know, you send, you tell them, you know, for whatever on your, on your wish list or your email, whatever, however you send out what gifts you want. You're like, all right, you know, cost X amount of dollars for a savage race. You know, if you buy me a race entry, I'll send you, um, you know, a picture on the day of, I'll tell you how I did and I'll tag you in the you know post kind of like, so it's not just like, Hey, you bought me something and I, I completely forget about it. But like, you actually make that person who gave you that gift of that race. You actually kind of make them feel included and make them feel like, oh, that was that was kind of a cool experience on on the gift givers part too, because they got to see uh, the result of the gift you gave them. You know, versus like giving them something and then, you know, they don't they don't talk about it and you never get to see them use it per se. Yeah, actually sharing the experience. Right, way. right, sharing this, and then it might it may even make you run harder, right? If you're like, all right, well, if, you know. <laughs> And someone's watching. And <laughs> Nana bought me this this race entry. I got to run for her or whatever, you know. Yeah, someone's watching. Gives you a little bit of that uh, external pressure to perform. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll jump ahead real quick, and then we're probably going to wrap it up because I got to get going in a minute. Um. Well, I don't have much for the head. Well, <laughs> okay, I, I won't mention them again. Uh, gooder, sunglasses. Um, that's my go-to sunglass for everything anymore um they've got fun and not not affiliated anymore still recommending them though so they're like known for their no bounce no slip and they've got crazy fun models so you basically can match your sunglasses to anything and everything you could ever imagine and then you can literally like headbang in them so going over obstacles they stay on your head basically and for the price point if they happen to fall off or get crushed or lost in like the water pits or whatever you're not going to be super upset because i mean they have models for 25 dollars and 35 dollars versus people that i don't know why run in ray-bans and everything because we've found those in the pit every race so um yeah that's my go-to sunglass and i don't really do anything else for my head anymore as far as headbands not so much anymore i kind of outgrew those after the first few years and I do have a hat I recommend if you're looking for a good running hat. The mud gear. Generic. Um, guess what? Mud gear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they have a tack hat, which I love it. It's black. Yeah. So it yeah. goes with everything. But, like, you can put a patch on it is what a tack hat is. But, like, you can change your patch out for whatever you want, you know, a brand or a race or a funny saying. So sorry to mention them again, but, yes, mud gear has a hat. <laughs> Yeah, I would. I'd second that. I wear the, I wear my strength and speed hat and the Mudgear Tack hat. I alternate between the two. And again, I like the Tack hat because that patch feature, right? So like right now, I have the Tiga Tactics, uh, that martial arts company. With that. I got links all over strength and speed in the fighting tab there. If anyone wants to know more about them, but I got the Tiga Tactics patch on there right now. And then like if you're going to a OCRWC weekend or World Toughest weekend type thing, and you're gonna wear, people are gonna see you multiple days. You can. You know, and you want to, it turns into like a fashion show. It feels like it sometimes. <laughs> so like you can bring one hat and just like, you know, several patches and change your, your patch out uh, each day. Exactly. Cause it, it really does. Like when you go to OCRWC, I feel like people, I feel like people take notice of like what they're going to wear on Friday and Saturday and, 
what are they going to wear to the pre and post race events? Like, you know, showcasing whatever they've done and their like recent accomplishments or whatever. Um, oh yeah. It's a badge of honor. So mud gear hat and it's like not blatantly mud gear. It's just black and on the back mud gear, like stitched in there in black. So you're incognito, but representing a cool brand, but then you can represent whatever else also. So those, those are my go-to. And then I guess who makes, I mean, I do like the brand that strengthens me. Is that Boko? Uh, so the Boko one is, yeah, uh, was the white one with the, uh, the one Jake Deal designed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. then so the, other one, one, the other one was just from Custom Ink. I can't even, I don't even know what okay. it was. That's the one yeah, I, I have a couple Boko hats. So it's more of like the trucker style, like wider brim, um, soft front, and then mesh back. So if that's the style of hat you're looking for, I, I'll recommend Boko. But Mudgear for another type of hat. I don't wear any other hats for OCR necessarily. And gooder sunglasses. That's all I got. Mic drop. <laughs> so I've I've tried to do headbands several times, and they like I'm like, oh, this is a cool headband. I'm gonna wear it, and then I buy it or like get it, and I never I wear it like once, and I'm like, I don't like this. I don't know. It's just like I've got some really. Like I, I like my continuum headband, and I've got like this one of like from Sleeves, uh, which is what the old Strength and Speed jerseys were. Oh uh, yeah, yep. Um, where it's like this lion sitting on a throne. He's like all like he's like a knight kind of thing. Um, I, I bought it because it kind of like looks like CTG uh, or Battle of the Lions, right? Stick with the lion lion theme, and uh, I never wear it. So it's yeah. cool looking though. Headbands Steve. for me were like when I was a new newer in OCR was one of my like staple items to kind of coordinate my outfits and like tie it all in together. <laughs> and I just felt cool. And then now I just kind of have to like grab what's comfortable and convenient. And that just is like the last item that I think about anymore. <laughs> yeah. But they help with the hair. So and uh, stuff like that. But, all right. Last, um, uh, any final recommendations for stuff? Um, yes, no, I'd honestly, like you said, I mean, if none of this sounds good to you, you really can't go wrong with a race entry gift card for someone type of thing. So pick a race, get someone to an OCR, even, I mean, for someone that has never been, if you've got a friend that has never been, and instead of buying them any of this year, because what are they going to do with it? If they've never been to a race, buy your friend a race entry and take oh, them along with you. I like that so, one. And then you're growing the sport too. I really like that one. Yeah, so, or like someone's kid, you know, maybe you don't have a kid, but you have a friend and like they don't race, but they've got a teenager or a tween adolescent, even younger kids, like, come on, that's who we need to keep getting to the sport. So none of this gear sounded good. And if we said mud gear too many times, then just get a race entry. <laughs> Speaking of which, I think if you use Ultra OCR, man, I think you get like a 10% discount or whatever it is. I can't even remember how much the code gives you. 15%? No. I don't know. I was 15% now, I think. Is it? I, I was, I've got one too, but I'll let you have it. Yeah. I always forget to plug mine. I always forget to plug mine. So I feel like I should, I should throw it out there once in a while. But yeah. yeah, they, yeah. I really like that option. It really grows the sport. And then I took my niece and nephew on Casey Timber Challenge recently, and they really had a good time. So um, yeah, like find your local race just to get people started. So I'm here. Where am I? Wichita area. There's the Wichita Gladiator Dash. Um, also close enough for Casey Timber Challenge, all their events all year if you're local. But, yeah, look up something local and try it that way also. It helps. Yeah, it and those are usually a little bit cheaper. Those are usually a little bit cheaper to get, especially to get someone kind of introduced into the sport um, versus, uh, you know, obviously I love Tough Mudder and Spartan and all the work they've done. But, the you know, the price point for them is usually a little bit higher. So if you want to just dip someone's toe in the pool, I think a local brand is a great way to go. And the Midwest, if you're from the Midwest, we have so many local brands, you know, that's, uh, I mean, the Midwest is a black hole for Spartan and uh, <laughs> Tough Mudder, so. Obviously, yeah, well, I don't have to plug that, so, hey, I'll just skip to, um, before we keep rambling, because I've missed this, uh, are you done after Tough Mudder? I know, again, I know this comes out, so are you done now? <laughs> Am I done, like, racing for the year? What are we saying? Oh yeah, OCR, yeah, OCRs for the year. Yeah, I mean, if uh, the filthy mon frozen monkey is like a local one that happens in December, I might do that uh, as long as that it, it fits into my schedule. But then I'll be done. Yeah. Gotcha. Good deal. I was just curious. Didn't know if you had anything crazy going on. No, no, I got a uh, my. No, 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 we're not ready for that. There's, <laughs> there's too many things up in the air. I don't want to say like I'm definitely doing something. Uh, <laughs> For summer 2023, but I don't want to say I'm definitely not. Um, there's a lot of questions. 
a lot of questions. It's not yeah. ultra OCR charity though. It is not ultra OCR charity. I'll say it. I can 100% confirm that. I'm out of ideas. Don't give me any. I don't want to. Well, do I will just say that obviously I did. I did one build slash I ran a course this year was the um, Green Beret or not Green Beret. My Driven Games um, in Georgia. But I'd like to say. I don't know about you, but I'd like to say that I have an event in January, <laughs> but um, we'll, we'll see what happens. Eh? Yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> no, Kuwait, I mean, Kuwait. Hannibal Race did announce they're doing a race in Kuwait, January 13th, uh, so we'll see if we make it out there for that. Uh, it's penciled into my calendar, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But that's where Brenna Jost might make her premiere OCR. Oh, if exciting. Not, I'm, I'm getting back out there, y'all. So if it's not just on the podcast, maybe I'll be on the course eventually again. <laughs> All right. I think I think we plugged enough brands. I got to get going. I got to pick up my daughter from school. Uh, good seeing everyone or good talking to everyone, whoever listening to myself, listening to me, <laughs> whatever. I got to get going. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Thank you. Check those websites for Cyber Monday uh, Black Friday deals. All right. We'll catch you later. Bye.